Okay, Pastor Drew, uh, on to the next parable, actually backing up a little bit and getting a, a little parable in the middle of the wheat and the weeds from the week prior. Mm -hmm. If you had had more time, what would we have done? We talked about uh, actually two parables. We talked about the parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the yeast, both of which um, Jesus uses to describe the, the nature of the kingdom. So he talks about how the mustard seed is the smallest of, of garden seeds, and yet it grows to be the, the largest of the garden shrubs. And so don't judge the, the kingdom by its size or by its humble beginnings. And then he talks about the, the yeast and how the yeast, um, once it's put in the dough, it, it um, infiltrates the, um, the entire batch and, and causes the bread to rise. And so um, the kingdom is, is like that as well. It works from the inside out. It touches and it transforms every aspect of the bread. And uh, if I had a little bit more time, I... I might have focused in a bit more on um, the way that we evaluate and the way that we judge the, the fruits of our work in ministry, and the fruits of, I'm not just talking pastors, uh, I'm talking lay people as well, the, the different um, ministries and missions that people are involved in that, uh, that seem to be slow starting and perhaps not catch on. Um, what we can see on the outside is um, is not the total picture. Mm. So um, just an encouragement to think that um, that God uses our imperfect efforts to uh, to to advance his kingdom and to um, bring it to a culmination which we know is going to be majestic and, and glorious. And it's kind of, if you wanted to think about it this way, I didn't use this illustration in the sermon, but, you know, you you invest a little bit at a time and uh, you see exponential growth in uh, in your savings. And it's it's kind of like that's, that's how God works um, through us in building and advancing his kingdom. And so... Uh, you know, it's just an encouragement to stay the course and, and to, to keep doing what we're doing and to do so prayerfully and, and humbly and and uh, try to try to maintain a a, a God-sized perspective on things. Okay, so for those who are engaged in some type of ministry work, I mean, your longer ending, I guess, is let's let's judge it by a new metric. Yeah. It's natural for us to judge it with numbers because that's that's really objective, right? How many people are here? How much money are you bringing in? Like, what can we count? How many books did we sell? How many decibels did we register on the, the sound meter? Yeah. So numbers are, are real, an, an easy way, and that's maybe our first inclination, which is maybe what you're trying to get us away from. What would be a better way to those watching who are uh, involved in some ministry, which is probably everybody, um, or, or even leading some ministry, which is you know, a lot of people from our church have a hand in a different Bible study or, or ministry, what would be a better metric to judge um, the success of a ministry? Yeah. Um, well, this isn't, this isn't an easy 
metric either, but I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest it because it's I think it's along the lines of and, and in the spirit of the parable of the yeast. But um, for those who are involved in ministry, um, to kind of be aware and be cognizant of what God is doing in you as you perform this service and do so joyfully for the glory of God. I mean, that is um, perhaps a, a more a more valuable and um, more accurate metric. Do you feel, do you sense that you are doing what, what God has called you to do, regardless of the results that you're seeing at a given moment? It's it's kind of like prayer. Um, you know, when we pray, um, I would argue that God always answers our prayers. He doesn't always give us what we ask for in prayer, but prayer changes things. And the thing that it changes for sure in every instance is it changes the person who's praying mm. from from inside out. And the same perhaps could be applied to the kingdom work that we engage in. Hmm. So is, is part of it just seeing the bigger picture, like getting yourself out of the mess of an individual situation or the counting of an attendance on a given week and, and trying to look at, okay, it didn't, really, it didn't really look like anything when I added yeast to this mm -hmm. recipe. But I, when you step back and look at the big picture, you realize, okay, yeah, the yeast, did something pretty significant. Yeah. Or I put this little mustard seed in the ground and it felt like, you know what, I'm going to walk away from this and how insignificant of a tiny little thing. Uh, but you come back months later and you've got something sizable. Is it, is it about, is it about the big picture or is it about, um, is it about the minutia of, of what you bring? What, what would, be some direction there. Well, I would I would never argue that we should be learning from our experiences, learning from our successes, learning from our failures, even in ministry. That's a way that God God teaches us things. I, I would say that yes, being more aware of the big picture is um, generally the answer. But I would I would get even more specific than that, um, focusing on the big picture. Um, with the concrete act of uh, trusting and having faith that God's kingdom works the way he tells us that it works in Scripture. And so the focus is on building our faith and our trust in God, and it is, um, it's also a lesson in obedience. You know, if this is God's call on our lives, if we have um, felt that internal call, then we are being obedient to that call. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be outwardly successful. That means that that's what God wants us to do, come rain or shine, come hard times or good times. That is what he wants us to be about. And so being aware of that bigger picture and performing and functioning day by day in obedience and for the right reasons, for the yeah. glory of God. All of this assumes that what we bring is actually yeast and not salt, or a mustard seed and not 
some another kind of seed, sure. right? And so the the mode or or um, the transformational agent, if you will, uh, has to be right, and and that's the Holy Spirit. You'd mentioned calling, leading, um, the gospel. So we're talking about metrics. Are you bringing yeast to the table in your ministry? Is the gospel being presented? Is it at the, is that at the front of what you're teaching, saying, discipling? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so there are some maybe more practical things, um, too. But yes, stepping back and and recognizing my my friend Paula has described ministry as being a link in a in a larger chain, right? So getting the bigger picture and realizing, mm-hmm. you know what. I may not have thousands of conversions like Billy Graham. I saved X amount of people, um, but I did disciple that kid, and he later got saved. And yeah. and and that was yeast that obviously developed and into something tasteful and, and yeah. edifying. So. But one thing I did mention in the sermon to this is part of the bigger picture too: both the yeast and the seed come from outside of ourselves. Mm, and you just yeah, mentioned the yeah, Holy Spirit. Yeah. And yes, everything that comes out of us is not necessarily perfect, not necessarily from God, but um, it's the outside agent that's implanted in us that allows God to work with um, even not quite our best efforts, I guess is how I would say it. And so... Whether we're busy at work or whether we are taking a day of rest, God is still busy doing the heavy lifting in the advancement of his kingdom. And that's a wonderful comfort and assurance that we have as people who are working toward the same thing.